0: Yo, what is up? We're here with Novelty Voice. We're at 120 Collective, representing Novelty Growth. We're here with a special guest tonight, Jeremy McGrew. Is that correct?
1: That's right, Jeremy McGrew. Thank mm-hmm. you. How you doing, Jeremy? Fantastic, man. I'm pumped to be here. Right well, on. I appreciate I love the you vibe, coming, man. I love the vibe here. It's yeah. like a, lot of, a lot of creativity, a lot of energy. Just like it's it's awesome. I love it.
0: Right on. Are you a creative person?
1: Um, I'm in creative. And I'm creative. I'm not artistic. Okay. Explain that. What do you mean? Uh, I can put things together. I can make things happen that don't exist, but I can't make them look pretty.
0: Okay. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, he can't hear us. Yeah. So sometimes <laughs> we'll have people walk by. Everyone out here can hear us talking. So we'll have people like walk by, raise their shirt up, just do some stupid stuff. We will right, <laughs> we'll talking wait. to them. So just be ready. Um, anyway, though. So where are you from, man? So I'm from a
1: small town called Bluffton, Indiana.
0: How you doing? Two six zero. Yeah, that's great. A <laughs> uh,
1: small town called Bluffton, Indiana. Went to a little high school called Norwell High School. Great community. Uh, we had a lot of like professional athletes come out of there. Just a wholesome community with a thriving business economy. Okay. Um, my grandfather owned a store there for like fifty something years, and so I learned a lot from him. What kind and of store? He owned like a string of um, Hallmark stores. So back okay. whenever people would actually go to the store to buy <laughs> buy a card, he owned all those stores. Um, yeah, so I learned a lot from him and just learned a lot from being a part of a community and then I was just kind of, um, I was lucky enough to be an athlete and kind of stand out in that way and just my dad knows everybody in town, so I just (laughs) kind of got that from him and now I'm, you know, on a little bit bigger scale being in Indianapolis and just kind of try and know everybody and try and help everybody.
0: How many people are, um, were in your community when you were growing up?
1: Uh think we're population like 30,000 so okay not very big yeah so how many people are in your family uh, siblings uh, yeah funny this is always so like on the first day of school they say your fun fact this is my fun fact I have six sisters okay and I'm the only boy oh wow yeah so I was like the little prince which uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it kind of allowed me to get away with a lot of shit my entire life yeah So that's kind of carried over as I've Tried to become an adult. Are I you guess. in the middle of all them or the youngest? Or? I'm the second youngest. Okay, yep. yeah. So Dude, was that's crazy. Supportive. I have
0: two older sisters, and I'm the youngest, so I understand. But having multiple, even more than two, that would be crazy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it, it was fun.
0: So um, what brings you to Indianapolis, I guess? I, let me go back. So you are in high school. You What sports did you play?
1: Just football, basketball. Okay. Yep, that old chestnut. And then uh, went to college down at IU in Bloomington.
0: Okay, nice. Um, what did you go to school for?
1: Went to school for healthcare administration. Yeah. I kind of used my degree, but not really. Um, Not directly used my degree. I went there and, um, you know, was looking to do the college thing, and then my wife and I met our first semester in college, so that kind of ruined all my plans. (laughs) But uh, In a good way. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And uh, it turned out to be a great, great thing. We actually are today celebrating our nine years on Friends on Facebook. Dude, congrats. That's a big (laughs) deal.
0: (laughs) Right on. So... You, Jeremy owns a big fitness magazine here in Indiana. When did you start this magazine, and how did it come about?
1: Yes, yeah, so our company's called Blueprint Fitness and Health. Um, we own Indianapolis Fitness Magazine, Cincinnati Fitness Magazine, Chicago Fitness Magazine. We started about two years ago, and the reason that we started was because Indianapolis is ranked as the unhealthiest major city in all of America. Mm. Um, out of college, I tried to, tried to start a business. Um, my logic was I have $100,000 in student loan debt, so let's not get a job, and let's try and start a business. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> so, yeah, so that first one failed um, pretty spectacularly, and then, you know, I learned a lot of different ways to make noise that way, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs go through this where you find out how to make noise, but you don't actually find out how to run a business. You kind of play business a little bit, mm. and uh, so that one failed, and then I got into the regular workforce, and then... My friend and i were kind of hustling some websites so we would just sell websites or sell. we would give free websites for credit card processing deals so we would get them to switch their processing desk and we'd make three four hundred dollars on that and then we would follow that up with a free website for them if they did that so once we realized that that wasn't going to work <laughs> um, we kind of were back to square one and then um, i had I'd done some social media stuff in the past i would started some big accounts and then uh, I taught my friend how to do some. And then we just kind of, he was like, hey, I want to start a fitness account. I'm like, that is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. There's a million of them. And, uh, you know, we decided not to do that initially. And mm-hmm. then when we saw that Indianapolis was the unhealthiest major city, I just kind of took my skills that I learned from my last startup and was like, hey, let's start this fitness magazine. Let's try and improve this situation. And two years later, we're. Um, we're the Fitness Authority, the Health and Fitness Authority of Indianapolis. Uh, nice. Our ranking has gone up one spot, okay. <laughs> so so we're getting we're on our way. We got a long way to go, but uh, we've built some really cool things and just trying to make health and fitness more accessible and more enjoyable for everybody.
0: Okay, so is that really what you're highlighting?
1: And is this just like a, a magazine that you're printing out, or what? Yeah, so um, it's actually we don't have any hard hard copies. Okay, so all online. Yeah, totally. To me, like. Uh, that would be going backwards. Yeah, uh, I think I you know, print, print is done. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people that are kind of hanging on to some of the old things are finding a rude awakening with the people that know how to use Instagram, know how to use social networking. Um, yeah, so we are all online. We've got a platform built out that we built from the ground that's taking forever, but it's fucking awesome. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Uh, so I, I get excited about it. It's um, <laughs> It's an amazing piece of technology that we've built, and now we have what we call a health pass where you can – you get this membership, and you get to go to pretty much any gym in Indianapolis, and you get to go really? do some cryotherapy, um, a Better You Wellness, mm-hmm. get a chiropractor adjustment, just a lot of cool stuff. And so this is all built around a technology that you guys are developing currently? Correct, Correct yes. So how how does that work? <laughs> um, people smarter than me make that work. <laughs> um, so I just, um, I bring the the vision, I guess, if yeah, you will, no, and then sure. I try and try and steer the boat a little bit. and. Uh, keep the team moving in the same direction, all the oars paddling at the same speed, which is hard. Are Do you have a pretty big team? We are a team of five right now. Okay, yeah, yep.
0: so that's pretty actually pretty good. Are you the CEO of the company then?
1: Yeah, de facto. I don't really like saying CEO because I feel like there are a million 20-something-year-old yeah. CEOs anymore, and like none of them really deserve it. Yeah. A handful, maybe. So de facto, yes, but I don't really go by that. Mm-hmm.
0: So what's what's the hardest thing for you? that you've learned over these years, just leading a team in the right direction, making sure everyone stays on the si- like on the right course, you know, bringing
1: people onto your vision. What's the most difficult part? Number one thing, as far as the vision goes, is being able to paint the picture for them. Um, if you can get everybody their eye on the same target, that helps a lot. And then I would say the number two thing would have to be understanding who you're working with and what motivates them, um, how to speak with them. Some people need a kick in the ass. Some people need A little cuddle, you know (laughs) what I mean? Um, So I think that that would be a huge part of it is understanding who you're talking to. And I think that goes with any relationship that you have. You have to be able to know your audience. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so those two things would be the top two things that I've learned.
0: Right on. So what's up, guys? How are we doing out there? What's up, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so quick question for you. I read somewhere on this document that I was reviewing about you that you're into personal development.
1: In a major way, I think it's the most important um, the most important thing somebody can be into. and i I get a little bit frustrated whenever I see people not working on developing themselves because mm-hmm. to me, I feel like you have a, a moral obligation to become the best version of you that you possibly can. And if you're not doing that, you're wasting the gift and you're holding back from the world. like <coughs> every single person on this planet has a gift to offer. If you're not developing yourself, you're not giving your gift to everybody else and you're holding everybody else back.
0: Dude, that's so true. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> What's your favorite book? So my
1: favorite book, man. Uh, so my number one favorite book of all time is The Alchemist and it's about a boy that goes on an adventure to find his personal legend. Mm-hmm. Um, that really kind of made a big difference in my life because like, I was working on all these things, trying to hustle, trying to make money, trying to do this and this and this. And then whenever I read that, I was like, what really lights my soul on fire? And it's, you know, the the intersection of fitness and technology. I just love that. It gets me going. Um, So, yeah, that that would be a big book. Um, Let's see. Mindset by Carol Dweck was huge for me. The Go-Giver was a very big one. I suggest everybody read that. It's more about, like... You're not going to get anywhere if you're trying to go out and get for yourself. But if you're Mm. going out and giving relentlessly, it always finds its way back. Mm. Um, So I highly suggest that for anybody.
0: So were you always into reading and personally developing? Or when did that mindset shift, that paradigm shift happen for you? Because for me personally, I'm, uh, I'm big into personal development as well. I uh, hated reading growing up, never read a single mm-hmm. book in high school when I was 18 years old, kind of got exposed to a couple books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, mm-hmm. and it kind of shifted my mindset. So for you, have you always been that way or, you know, when did you develop that?
1: Yeah, Rich Dad, Poor Dad's a classic and it's a must read. Um, I think as soon as I got out of college and realized, oh shit, I didn't learn anything, <laughs> learning. Um, I got all these, you know, these big goals and I want to accomplish these things, but like, who i am right now is like not enough to do those yeah and it's not that i don't have it in me i totally believe that i do but for me to develop the skills i need and the mindset um to become the kind of person that does the things i want to do is i have to you know sharpen the saw and the only and you need to do that by learning through books videos audios podcasts
0: yeah no that's so true so what exactly, you know, else, what what else do you have going on? Is the magazine, um, your company, the only thing that you're really focused on? It seems like you're a really entrepreneurial-minded person. Do um, you have any other projects you're working on?
1: Yes, yeah, so I, I do a little bit of uh, marketing for a couple people. I run an ambassador program for Healthspot here in town. Um, but I think one of the most important things for, that's really hard for us young people that want to go out and do everything is saying mm-hmm. no to a couple of things. And like, Definitely. I mean, everybody's got to, at least five million dollar ideas, right? But the secret is like you got to be able to focus and just just do one. Yeah. Like, if you can do one really well, then you know you're gonna have a lot more success than trying to do five different things. And that was really hard for me to learn. Yeah,
0: dude, I'm going through that right now. I swear, it's
1: tough because <laughs> yeah. like, they're all great ideas. You're <coughs> like, oh, I got enough time if I just do a little bit less here and do a little bit more here, I can do it. And mm-hmm. it's just like it doesn't really work that well.
0: Yeah. Focus. That's a big, that's a big point. So, I mean, have you thought about, you know, being able to take on all of these different ideas that you've had by just, you know, maybe putting people in place, um, and delegating the right way? Or is it one, do you truly believe that if you're going to, you just need to zone in on one thing and one thing only, and then build a team around that one thing?
1: Yeah. See, delegation is, it's a tough process to go through. Um, one, you have to trust the person that they can get the, get the job done, and if you are delegating, then they—that person that's doing the work—is an extension of you. So if they aren't equipped to do that, it's going to make you look bad too. Mm-hmm. And you get one reputation. As soon as that's tainted, you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, so as far as delegating on different projects, no, I try and stay away from that. Um, I'm a big, stay focused on one thing guy. Even. I say I am, Mm -hmm. but I also get sidetracked from time (laughs) to time. It's just so there's so many shiny objects around. Yeah. And so much opportunity. There's never a lack of opportunity in this world ever. Is is Indy the spot for you? You were just mentioning before we hopped on the podcast that this is the greatest city in the world. Greatest city in the world. And you know what makes it that is the people. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So like to me Indianapolis, like it's it's a beautiful city. It's um for the most part well designed mm-hmm. there's some infrastructure as far as like health goes there's a lot of room for improvement in the infrastructure but we have beautiful buildings and we have great people because everyone works hard and everyone's pretty educated mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of room for improvement in some areas of town but i think that um, this young young generation of leaders that i see coming up like i think that we all care deeply about improving that situation for those people so I, I i see that happening
0: yeah i do as well are you so with indy being what did you say the the number one problem with health or what how do you word yeah. that so it's the unhealthiest major city unhealthiest major city that's a problem that's a big problem, yeah. <laughs> so is that like what's the mission
1: behind what you're doing um you know with Indie fitness mag and your company so our our mission is really cool, and something that people have really gotten behind. We call it the L2F mission, the last to first mission. Um, our mission is to create the tools that um, helped our fitness industry here take our community from going to the last, least healthiest yeah. city to the healthiest in the next 10 years.
0: What's up, man? What's How up? we doing? Good, good. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... Okay, that's a big goal
1: right there. Yeah. How how are you going to do that? Yeah. So we get this question all the time. It's yeah. like, okay, sweet, you have an awesome Instagram account, but how are you actually going to make change in the community? So it is a 10-year goal and it started in 2017. So by 2027 we want to be the number one healthy city in America. And the way that we're doing that is be is by first we created this little this level of influence that we've accumulated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Now we're building tools to enable people and people in the fitness industry to improve their business, improve their lives. And next, our hope is that we can build a business that can financially support some changes that need to happen in the city. Like what? Um, We need more sidewalks, really, really bad. Uh, We need more parks. Mm -hmm. So Indianapolis invests $25 per person in Indy towards parks, not donates. um, The expenditure is $25 per person. In a place like Denver, it's $125 per person. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's just a huge gap in funding. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm not a big proponent of raising taxes to pay for things like this. So we need to figure out ways that we can bring that kind of money into it. Mm. Um, I don't have I don't have the answers, unfortunately. But I do trust that we'll find them. Yeah, for sure. So
0: with social media nowadays and technology, um, you know, you were just talking about how you're big on, on technology and intersecting that with, the fitness industry, how has social media impacted, you know, uh, just what you guys are doing as far as your company, um, your network, your brand?
1: Um, sorry, I didn't get a little drink there. No, you're good. <laughs> um, the biggest thing is we're able to scale fast. So if we were a print magazine, um, just to start a print magazine to get out 20,000 people is a minimum 25000 $30,000 investment um you know you can make money through ad sales i'm a huge the way i want to do business is if anybody gives me a dollar i want to make sure they get two back mm. i just don't believe in print advertising anymore so if somebody was paying us advertising dollars it'd be great for us to put money in our pocket but yeah you know it's not going to do anything for their business so that exactly. that chain of value kind of stops with us and i don't want to be like that um, so I think that we are able to scale with technology, and we're we're able to reach more people in a shorter amount of time, mm. which is pretty much everything. To have a huge goal like we have and I mean, 10 years seems like a long time, but it's really a short period of time as far as, like, your life, my life. It's going to fly by like that. Yeah. Uh, so to be able to scale up in a quick manner and reach as many people as possible, is, it has to be through technology. So are you running any Facebook ads? Is that kind of what you're doing, or...? Actually, we don't run any Facebook ads. Okay. Um, We do uh, occasionally, I think we've probably spent outside of our run that we did last year. We did a 5K last year. It was a run, walk, crawl. So it started (laughs) as a 5K and then the finish line started a bar crawl. So, so like, we are like part of our brand is like, yes, we're about fitness, but we're also way about fun. If you're not having fun, regardless of what you're doing, you're not going to stay with it. Excuse me.
0: No, you're No, I totally agree. Um, I guess. As far as that integrating that fun into fitness, doing things like that, what I mean, what uh, what other ideas that have you guys come up with, you know?
1: So we have this um, this quiz that we haven't released yet, but we have about eighty gyms that are signed up in our directory. Or actually I think we're closer to we're close to a hundred now. And then we have data that we collect on all these gyms. Um, And we've put together a little quiz. It's kind of like an e-harmony for gyms. Okay. (laughs) And so uh, if you can find a gym that really meets your needs and meets things that you would enjoy and the Mm -hmm. people that you would enjoy being around, you're going to be way more likely to stick with it. Yeah. So we have all these New Year's resolutioners coming out in the next month, and they're going to just go sign up at Planet Fitness, and then they're going to go, and they may or may not like it. If they don't like it, they're not going to keep going, and Mm -hmm. they're not going to get healthier, and they're just going to keep paying that $10 a month over and over and over because it's only $10. They're (laughs) definitely going to go next month. It dwindles away. Right, exactly. (laughs) Um, So if we can help these people find a place to go and be healthy and be around other people that are trying to be healthy, then they're going to be way more likely to stick with it. Mm. So that's that's part of it is making the activities that they're actually doing more enjoyable for them. Gotcha. So
0: with fitness, though, I mean – are you a believer in, I feel like you are, but fitness and overall a good healthy lifestyle, put it this way, isn't just revolved around fitness. Totally. So, where, like, as far as everything that you encapsulate fitness wise and just making Indy healthier, mm-hmm. what is that? It, it doesn't just st- st- uh, start and stop with, you know, going to the gym and working out. Of course. Is there a, a mission behind trying to, you know, really
1: improve? uh the quality of your life in all areas is that kind of like totally what? Yep. okay and so I, I think fun is a huge part of the quality of life yeah and being around people you enjoy mm-hmm. and relationships that's a huge part of quality of life so yeah uh, that totally plays into it but if you're on the other side of that if your body is not um at a level that allows your mind to operate in a in a great way, then you're not going to be living at your full potential. Yeah. You're like a, you have a lid. It's exactly. Yeah. Well said.
0: <clears throat> right on. So you started the, the indie magazine was the
1: first one. Mm-hmm. And then you guys just got so big or you had connections in Chicago or. So my, my partner lives in Cincinnati. He's from Fisher's area. Okay. And he lives in Cincinnati and we're like, wow, this is actually working. We should try one here. And okay. so I started working in Cincinnati and now we're the biggest fitness Instagram account in Cincinnati, I guess. Oh, wow. Um, and then we just went into Chicago about a month and a half, two months ago. Mm-hmm. And that's growing as well. So I'm super excited to see how, I mean, Chicago's huge. Oh, yeah. It's going to sure. be tough for us to build our business in Chicago, but the opportunity as far as the scale is just. Way beyond both Cincinnati and um, Indianapolis combined.
0: So, what's your what's like the business look like? Are these just gems reaching out to you guys to get promoted and get into your database, or what is it?
1: Uh, some of that we do a little bit of that. We don't really do a lot of advertising or promoting outside of people that um, people that work with us. And I don't know. We have a lot of relationships in town. We get a lot of people asking us to do things for them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really roll like that. If you come asking for something without offering something. Not that I need to have something in return, but more it just tells exchange. me. Yeah, it just tells me what kind of person you are. Are, yeah. you, a, are you a maker or a taker? Like, are you mm-hmm. just trying to take from me or are you trying to associate with us and make your community better, our community better? That's a big difference. So we promote a lot of those people. Um, And then, so the the business, as far as that goes, is our health pass. So okay. it's uh, thirty or $29 a month and you get to go visit a bunch of different gyms. You get discounts all over the city. At restaurants that have healthy foods, twenty nine dollars a month. Twenty nine.
0: And you can month. go to any gym.
1: Yeah. Well, you only get to go to two gyms. Okay. We uh, haven't announced it yet. I don't know when this is airing, but we're about to do it in like a close to unlimited pass. That okay. That will be. Um, you'll be able to go to pretty much any gym, in the city, and it'll be all included in your membership. Damn, that's that's. Game changer. Yeah. So
0: is that... Because if I'm doing the math right, if I'm going to a gym, I don't know, wherever, I don't want to name names here, but it's like $30 a month, right?
1: That would be at the lower end. So so
0: it's like I'm paying $30 Mm -hmm. a month with you guys to that you're partnered with all these gyms and I can just go there unlimited Mm -hmm. times, basically. That's the goal.
1: Yeah. So the unlimited one is not going to be $30 a month. That would be impossible. That'd be awesome. But But the 30 is
0: the two, the two, right? Yeah.
1: 30 is the two. And then plus all the discounts and all the resources that we have. So all of the cool thing about our platform is all of our articles for our magazine component Mm -hmm. are written by local trainers. Okay. So every single one is written by a local trainer. And our end of the deal is to send people to them to try and get new business for them. Um, I think that, so even I, like, I've always been in pretty decent shape, Mm -hmm. but even I got a trainer. Like, everyone should have a coach in every area of their life, whether it be a business coach, a trainer. Everyone needs a coach. Michael Jordan had a coach. Yeah. Um, So I think the more people that we can get involved with trainers, the better they'll be off. Um, So all of our articles are written by trainers, and then, um, I forget where I was going with that, quite honestly, but Um, you were
0: talking about. I don't even know, bro. <laughs> but here we'll we'll go into this. So, as far as the idea of what you guys were creating and where you want to take it, I mean, I know you you saw this market as hey, it's the most unhealthy major city in you know the whole country. You're like, okay, let's start. You know, this fitness platform. Mm-hmm. How do you turn that idea into an actual business? Did the business come just From the start, or do you just kind of saw the vision and then you went through ups and downs and transitioned into what it is now? I'll let you answer that. What do
1: you think? (laughs) I'll take the second one. Yeah, 100%. So what's that
0: look for all the listeners? Because that's kind of what I want to get across to people and we want to get across to people is that journey, the process from, you know, start to where you are now. Obviously, you're nowhere close to where you want to be.
1: Right. um, But that journey, um, describe that. Um. Yeah, I mean, you described it pretty perfectly. It's a lot of ups and downs. It's a lot of patience. Uh, it's what I call aggressive patience, where you're aggressively moving every day, but you're still patient with how it's going to work out. Like it's a lot God. of listening to what people actually want instead of what you want to put out. Mm. Um, so, I mean, we've had probably five or six different revenue plans, and... Over time, we found out that was not something that was going to be good for our community, Mm -hmm. good for our listeners or our readers, just anybody. So they would be, some of them would be good for us, but that's not a business that's going to last. And then some of them would be good for them, but not good for us. And that's also not a business that's going to last. For us to last and actually achieve the goals that we have, we have to make money because Mm -hmm. you know money we live in an economic society you have to have money to make any kind of difference um and so yeah i mean going from one thing to another without losing the enthusiasm i think that's partly a thomas edison quote <laughs> um doing that and then just staying patient and you know there are so many days you are just like what in the hell am i doing yeah like, where is this going and then I've found that those are the days and I've come to, you know, appreciate those days because that's usually right before something good happens. Dude, I've been saying this,
0: you know, for a while now, just to myself, really, not to really anyone else. It's just like when you are in those darkest times, it's like you there's something right around the corner waiting to happen that's just gonna and that's when you're really being tested. It's mm-hmm. the people that quit in those times where, you know, they they don't see whatever they're trying to achieve come into
1: fruition. Yes. I, so I always say it's the universe is giving you one last test. Mm. If you pass. If you give up, you're back to square one. And you got to go through the whole process again and you're going to come back to that same point and if you've quit before, you'll <laughs> quit again. Exactly.
0: What so are you big in the law of attraction? Oh yeah. What um when did you and I'm sure you've seen it, but when did you
1: watch The Secret? <laughs> um It was in the summer after my freshman year of college. Okay. I was uh, stoned on the couch. (laughs) And um,
0: Were you in a fraternity?
1: I was. Okay.
0: So were you in the frat house?
1: I wasn't, actually. It was in the summer, so the frat wasn't open. Um, So I was just kind of sitting there and doing nothing, not achieving anything. (laughs) And then I remember, like, within the first five minutes, Bob Proctor, who has been, like, I've learned so much from just watching videos of him. Um, Anyway, he was on, and he said something. And I literally, I mean, I know I'm, I understand I'm like smoking weed and I'm like <laughs> high, but he said something. I literally felt my brain click mm. and I can go back right to that moment in my life. And my mom, my life changed that very moment. It's That's crazy. That's awesome. Um, I'm sure that the uh, intoxication had a little something to do with it, but yeah, that was just something I n- would never forget. I went deep down a rabbit hole of like trying to find the secrets of the universe and mm-hmm. trying to figure out how everything, everything would work out and. Uh, it turned into l- trying to find a lot of shortcuts, mm. and then I don't know somewhere along the lo- along the line of failing at a hundred different things in the last five six years, I've um, come to learn that you you know you have the law of attraction, and then I love this one the law of Goya, get Explain off your that. ass. Oh
0: hey, I like that. <laughs> um, so Take it, I mean
1: yeah, you have to have that vision because you know that's what you're building on a spiritual level. And then you have to have the action to back it up. That's what you're building in the physical world. So to bring those two things together is how you make something magical.
0: Mm, yeah, I think that sums up perfectly what I was about to say because I was going to ask you the question. Um, when you watched The Secret, did you think it was, you know, this – a lot of people that watch it, they're like, ooh, this this is just like some magic or whatever. You know, yeah. it's not real. But, like, I feel like The Secret, you know, is a very – it's layman's terms for describing the philosophy of wealth and achievement, the Mm -hmm. actual hard work, patience, dedication, all that. You don't just think something and then it just pops out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. You actually have to, you know, focus on it and then take the right steps, go through the process. And there is, there's a, there's a process to success Mm -hmm. um, and achievement. And so, I was just going to ask you if, you know, I know it clicked in your head when you watched that, but did you have that mindset, that skeptical mindset when you first watched it, or you it clicked in your head and you were like, okay, this, this is real. This is something I need to learn more about.
1: Um, I was 100%. I was all in. Really? Yeah, which okay. is kind of crazy. Um, probably not always good. <laughs> but, like, okay, so, like, anybody that watches The Secret, like, you got to know f- right now if you haven't seen it, it's very... It's almost cheesy but it's a very very simplified form of the, like the law of attraction and the laws of success which there are plenty of them mm-hmm. uh, it's a very oversimplified version of it but what it did for me is what it it kind of got me on this trail of learning yeah and you know I learned a lot of the rest of the things that you really need to have to fill in the blanks mm-hmm. uh, but that got me started in that kind of journey so I mean watch the secret if you haven't watched it and Understand you're not going to sit on your couch and an elephant's not going to appear next to you <laughs> in your room. <laughs> so is that where you would say, you know, giving giving people advice as far
0: as um, the ones that are trying to go out there and chase their dreams and turn their dreams into reality? Is that wh- – where would you say for them to start? Is it watch the secret or is it, you know, something else? Is it read a, a certain book? Where would you tell people, you know, to
1: start? That's a really good question. I would – so I think there has to be a spiritual foundation for anything and everything that you do that's going to be big and lasting. So if you're one of these people that has a huge ambition, I think there has to be a spiritual basis underneath it. Um, but to actually go in and make it happen, first you've got to find something that you're like passionate about. Mm-hmm. You've got to find something you're good at. And you've got to find something that you believe in. So if you can find something in that little triangle there, uh, that's a good place to start as far as working on something. Um, Robert Greene has a book that was a masterpiece. It's called Mastery, Um, and it just kind of explains how all the great accomplishments um, that have come out of humanity have come from people who have worked basically on the same problems or on the same type of work for a long, 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 long time. You've probably heard the 10,000-hour rule. Mm -hmm. That's kind of when it seems that people are able to go to a new level and become a master at what they're doing. Um, And I I think a lot of it has to do with neuroplasticity, which is just like the way that you're your brain shapes so each thought that we have is a chemical reaction in our brain and it sets kind of a, a neural pathway and the more you lay that neural pathway it goes from a gravel road to a road to a highway mm. and when it becomes a highway it's whenever these these incredible connections are made that you see things that people without your exact experiences see so it you know brings about a steve jobs it brings about a beethoven a mozart you know they're They've done these th- things so many times for so long mm. that it kind of makes these kind of connections that have never been seen before happen. Dude, that's you're speaking to me right now. That's dope. <laughs> that's dope. Um, so I don't think we mentioned
0: how young are you. I'm twenty eight. Twenty eight years old. Okay, and you're at this point in your life where um you have you know a pretty successful i say this in quotes business you know um you've laid that foundation you have that vision you you have your goals you know where you're wanting to take this thing but you're only 28 years old what this can't be you know the only thing that you want to do the rest of your life what's what's your vision not for your company but for for jeremy what's that vision for your life
1: i'm gonna answer this one carefully (laughs) um so I have visions in my head that, you know, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready to share them because I know that they'll change based on the experiences that come up. For sure. Um, I have like specific experiences that like I drive a Lamborghini in my head every <laughs> single night and yeah. I can see my wife sitting next to me. I can see us coming over the highway over here and a certain song comes on a certain part and I can see it like I'm driving it. Yeah. Um, on
0: 465, just like. On 70. Yeah, on like 70. Right over okay. the hill, right
1: when you see the skyline, every single, every single night. <laughs> um, but as far as you know what I want to accomplish, I don't know, but I'm not going to put a limit on it. Um, I want to help a lot of people. I want to make a lot of money. I'm not scared to say that, mm-hmm. um, and I want to have a lot of fun. What's that impact that you want to have? That's a great question. So, like, I have a kind of a grand goal that i want people to live to 120 years old like it's normal Mm. and i want to i think the only way that that happens is the combination of technology and health dude i'm one of those people i'm literally everyone that asks oh
0: how old do you want to be 132 there nice. i would say 125 so (laughs) i'm down with that (laughs) right on so um impact um vision your goals what are the other components that you know an individual needs to be focused on in order to really achieve the things that
1: they want to achieve finding out who you are and like kind of peeling off layers of things that have been built on top of like who you are at your at your core um i think that's the biggest thing yeah like i know that i've gone through times in my life where i like cared a lot about what what it looked like um cared a lot about how I was perceived and I mean I still care about those things. That's kind of human nature. But yeah. The the longer I go, the more I discover about myself, the closer I get to achieving big mm-hmm. goals. Um I mean you're never gonna get anywhere being a duplicate of somebody.
0: Yeah, very true.
1: So just to be able to find who I really am and I'm I'm getting there, but you know, i hopefully still have, let's see, ninety seven years to <laughs> go. <laughs> so we'll see if we get there in that time frame. Right on. Um, where can people find you? So you can follow us on Instagram. Our biggest um, Instagram here in Indianapolis is at IndieFitnessMag. i want to give a quick shout out to my partner, Ryan Strebel. He's at Ryan Strebel. What up, Ryan? What up, Ryan? <laughs> um, Rhett Miller, Josh McBride, Noah Neiman. And then we got a young little video guy named Lucas. He's crushing it. Dope. Um, and then you can find me on my personal Instagram, is at McGrew underscore couldn't get it without the underscore still working
0: on it <laughs> yeah i feel that
1: <laughs> right on though
0: anything else you want to say before we
1: sign off of here i uh really appreciate you guys having me i love the space i said in the beginning like the vibe here is real and it's just buzzing dude and, like, i I'm appreciate really that happy for you guys yeah you're welcome to come
0: back anytime um what are you doing on thursday you got anything going on thursday night
1: Yeah, I mean, you guys got me out here kind of late. I'm usually trying to be in bed by now. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Well,
0: uh, Thursday night, and this this podcast won't come out uh, before then, but Thursday we have a networking event here at The Space. Um, We're bringing... Around 120 of the top individuals, entrepreneurs, creators, just people that are movers and doers of the city together for a night of networking and experiences. Going to be pretty dope. You should definitely come check it out.
1: Nice. Yeah, I've had a couple people ask me if I was coming. So, yeah, Um, you know, I think I'll probably try and make my way over. Slide through right on then.
0: Well, I appreciate you coming out. And like I said, you know, you're welcome here anytime uh this is you know we're here at 120 collective in monument circle in indianapolis with you know jeremy mcgrew is that correct mcgrew i'm jeremy with last last names no you're good man. right on well i appreciate you thanks man
1: yeah thank you